0: Good morning and welcome into your Monday edition here of In The Know. As you might be listening with us on K105, Litchfield's Country Station, 103.9 The Moose. By the K105 or WMTL app, or watching on K105 Digital Productions. It's Uncle Sam Gormley guiding you through another edition of the show as it is officially the Grayson County Schools Takeover of In The Know all week long. We'll introduce you to our first guest dive deep into back to school as we're just about one week away we'll also update you on a disappointing week for the olympics some of your food news and give you a chance to win by the water cooler question but now it's time making his debut on in the know the brand new member of the grayson county schools family mr adam cox good morning, good morning Sam. how are you doing wonderful how about you you can bring the mic just a little bit closer yes. to you there we go yes, sir so hey, I got to start you off with a very important question. As the newest member of the Grayson County Schools team, and it's, it's it's a big one. Okay, maybe maybe a job breaker. What is the most you would ever spend on a sandwich if you were out buying for a sandwich? You know, uh, there are certain things Sam that you're going to want to spend money
1: on, and a sandwich mm-hmm. for me is one of those things. I, so I'm I'm a I'm gonna spend some money on a nice sandwich. Okay. What
0: about grilled cheese?
1: Not going to spend so much money on a grilled cheese. So (laughs) so
0: how much would you think the world's most expensive grilled cheese sandwich is? Go with uh, $214. The quintessential grilled cheese has held the record for the world's most expensive sandwich for over seven years now. As this is at a New York-based restaurant. So would you spend $214 on a sandwich is the question that I have to ask you. Well, you've started me off with some hot, tough questions here this morning, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to save my money on that one. It's Grayson County Schools Takeover, right? so there's no more, more important question than we <laughs> talk right. about food when it comes to this. And then the next question, a follow-up, is what about a hamburger? What would be the most you have ever sp- would ever spend on a hamburger? Because <sighs> this same restaurant has one that you can spend $6,000 on a hamburger. Unbelievable. And you know what? I like hamburgers. I worked at a hamburger restaurant when it comes to this, but I'm not sure I can justify spending $6,000. But Adam, officially, welcome here to In The Know. It is the Grayson County Schools Takeover. This week's going to be a lot of fun. As for those of you listening that don't might know what we're going to be doing, we are officially going to be talking with representatives from all across the Grayson County Schools District. As so We're going to be talking with you to kick off the week. We're going to wrap it up actually next week. As Mr. Robinson, superintendent, will be coming in next Tuesday, but we're going to have representatives from every single high school, every single school, high mm-hmm. school, middle school, all four elementaries. We're going to be talking with more representatives from district office. I know we're going to be talking with Braxton Allen, transportation director, Monica Heverin. We're going to talk with, as I'm, I'm naming these off without going, Christy Hodges, mm-hmm. food services as well. So it's going to be a lot of information for you, the listener, on getting ready for first day of school, which comes up one week from Wednesday. That's correct, August 4th. Which is it's crazy here. when we sit and think about it. It's here. Now, Adam, we officially start always, we got to start off with the weather. So, again, you're learning in the know, so we got to introduce everyone to what's coming up, and it is going to be hot today. An isolated thunderstorm is possible with a high around 93 degrees. Mostly clear tonight with a low around 75. For your Tuesday, it's going to be mostly sunny with a high around 95 and a low around 76. And if you look at the 10-day forecast, all I can see is hot, hot, hot. And then I look at Thursday, and I say, what is happening? Thursday, a high around 98 degrees. Ninety-eight, and then Friday, you know, it's just going to feel feel fantastic with eighty-nine. But I guess after you look at ninety-eight,
1: shoo. It's back to school weather,
0: right? Is that what we're going to call it? <laughs> back to school. Well, if you look at it now, we can see on the ten-day forecast, first day of school as of right now, eighty-nine degrees with a slight chance of rain. Mm-hmm. So that can obviously change a lot when it comes to this. But again, it is Grayson County Schools Takeover Week, and one of the first questions I, I got to ask, and it, it, it might in a way be. One of the harder questions, because I know that I always struggle to answer this question myself, but it's it's a simple one at the same time. Who is Adam Cox? Who are you? You're, you're new. We don't know who you are. Tell us. Who I are am, you? I am new,
1: Sam. So um, I'm new to the to Grace County School System. I come from Breckenridge County School System, where I served as the high school principal for the last four years there at the, at the high school. And then uh, I've lived here for 14 years. My children go to school at Wilkie. And uh, my wife is the assistant principal at Grayson County High School. So I'm from here, but or live here, uh, but I've done my work th- over the last 13 years in the Breckridge County School System. But very excited about being here. Uh, this is my, start my fourth week here, and uh, I've been welcomed by very many nice people and have had
0: a great start. So I know that when you walked in, <clears throat> I know my boss, Mark, when he had left, he said, make sure that if he comes in the building with maroon on, <laughs> That you lock the door and say that he's not allowed in the building. But luckily you came in with your orange and blue, which is obviously a good sign when it comes to that. I've got my
1: orange blue on. I'm sure there's some uh, Breckenridge County listeners out there on this. I know we watched K one oh five in the know, so there's gonna be some <laughs> that'll be a little mad at me. I'll probably get some text messages here in a minute, but I'm I'm fully committed. I'm on the I'm on the orange and blue team now. Good.
0: That's the right team. Right team to be right? on when it comes to that. So you come from Breckenridge County and you're coming here to Grayson County, and I guess the next follow up question is is why Grayson County? Why? Why this move now? Uh, it, it it
1: makes makes sense for me um, personally, and my family is here. I live I live a couple miles from uh, the central office. Uh, it's a wonderful school system. I've always admired the work that Mister Robinson and uh, the schools uh, did here uh, in this county. I I worked really close with Mister Baldwin, uh, just high school principals. We'd share each, each uh, ideas off each other. So I've always respected uh, him and the work that, that he does at the Grace County High School and. Um I've got little cougars running here, so I want to be here with my family. So I've got again I've got a fourth grader at Wilkie and a second grader at Wilkie and I have one start at Wilkie next year or something.
0: It's exciting though. It's exciting. Now I know that you are a graduate of Breckenridge County High School. You are in a lot of ways, you're a tiger through and through, and that's always going to be part of you just like we were talking before we came on. I'm a graduate of Cooper High School in Northern Kentucky, so I'll always have a Jaguar in me. What made it other than just that part, what made it so hard to leave Breckenridge County? Well, um, you know
1: there, there are a lot of connections I have there. I'm, I'm very close with a lot of people there. It was very tough. It was very tough to, to leave, um, but I've made some great relationships here, so I do look forward to that. I look forward to working. Um, yeah, I've been a high school guy for for 13 years, so I get to do I get to kind of expand on my um, my work here, work with some younger age. I get to, uh, kind of a good way of saying I've always I've always worked with the closing. Of an educational process, and now I kind of get to work from the beginning to the closing. So it's going to be neat working at the preschool, kindergarten level,
0: and uh, and working with those students and those teachers. It'll be it'll be a, it'll be good for me professionally. Now you said that you're beginning your fourth week in Grayson County Schools. What have you learned about Grayson County Schools during this time?
1: Well, um, just a, a real simple answer to that I've learned a lot, but but probably the easiest uh, answer to that. Um, there's a passion. For for greatness, uh, I've got to I've got to go into the, a lot of the schools. I've got to meet custodial staff. I've got to meet they're fantastic too,
0: unbelievable, I, I unbelievable. Mean, I, the ones and we only deal with the ones at Grayson County High School just because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Great people, wonderful people. I've gotten to meet staff
1: they've been in the last couple of weeks working on professional development and uh you know usually this time of the year you're kind of wondering what a teacher is going through getting ready for school and uh, nothing but excitement and it, it's really encouraging it gives me gives me goosebumps just thinking about it right now but just uh they're ready for students and it's that's probably been the biggest thing i've learned is just the passion that that all these individuals over 600 employees uh, here in the grace county school system and i've, I've met I don't know them all yet, but I've got to probably meet most of them, and I've, I've been welcomed with warm smiles and excitement, so that's that's been really nice.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned it, and I too am not someone who's from here, so I've had to meet a lot, and obviously I've met a small portion of that 600, because in a lot of ways, with my sports background and what I do, if you're not connected with sports, I probably don't know you as well. I know that we do some outreach as well, but... It's really good, and that's one of the things that I've realized, too, being, as, as I know that Mark would, would like to classify a Yankee, uh, is the people is the best part about here in Grayson County, and especially in Grayson County schools, is that there's so many good people, so many good teachers that are changing lives every single day. And sometimes it could be as small as, how are you today? You know, and, and you can see that in all of the teachers all the way you know, down to the preschool level. All the way up to you know looking at mr. Baldwin as they say hey it's time to time to graduate right uh, now your job title is assistant superintendent what does that mean you know what does that mean what are you doing on a daily basis and so on
1: well um, I'm gonna assist the superintendent so I'll be working hand in- hand with mr. Robinson um, and uh, doing the day-to days that he would do uh, helping him out but probably if you really d- dove down into my what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be working with personnel, the hiring process, uh, facilities. I'll be working with our federal programs, our district-wide programs, um, working with our schools, being a resource for our administrators and our teachers. So that's probably
0: my job in a, in a nutshell. Now, I do have somebody that is, is chiming in and saying the main reason that you have made the transition here. Okay. That's Sheriff Norman Chaffins. He, oh, says, he says that the only reason you came here is because of the great law enforcement.
1: That is That, that does have a part of it, Mr. Chaffins. That I, and I do respect him, and i also just saying that just in case I ever meet one of them on the road. So I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. You know, you, you're allowed to take
0: shots at him. He can't, uh, he can't fire back at this point. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I, I'm, I'm, still, I'm, I'm new here. I'm you're still new. new. Yes. Yeah, you don't want to pull out of the parking <laughs> right. lot and have, have Grayson County's finest. But I, I know that... Director of district wide programs. Is that right? Is that kind of the the next because I know that there's multiple superintendent roles, but Mm -hmm. district wide programs. So on a daily basis, then, you know, what are you wanting to really oversee when you come into this? And what are you wanting to I don't want to say necessarily Mm -hmm. change, because change is a word that scares people. Mm -hmm. But what are you wanting to accomplish? And, and
1: change does scare, and I, and, and I don't want to come in changing, and that's not the, the goal or the uh, aspirations that I have. Um, I'm, I'm really getting here to, to learn, so I will be learning this first little bit, jumping in our schools. So my day-to-day, what I envision right now, I uh, I I'll, 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 I'll want to be in the schools often. I want to be um, be there making a connection with our teachers and our students and our community. I want to be out there uh, where parents are comfortable walking up to me and asking me questions. So that's kind of my goal um as far as coming in and, and, and working on programs, I'm not coming in to to be a, to change anything. Grace County is a great school system. I've always had respect for them. Um, and, again, I know them as a high school level, but I've always respect, respected the high school and the things they do there. And uh, and my kids go to school at Elmage School, so I, I've, I've always known what they do, and I've always appreciated what they do for my children. So not, not coming in to change anything, just, just to be here and evaluate and be, a, uh, be an eye from the outside looking in. And
0: sometimes I always say that sometimes the best hires are new hires. You know, it's it's great to promote from within, but sometimes bring somebody that, that doesn't know the ins and outs. Like you mentioned, you're, you're meeting all of these new teachers and all of these new staff members. Sometimes it's good because you can say, see that, oh, X needs to happen because we did this in Breckenridge County and it worked. Or maybe you see that, hey, we're doing Y and I really like this. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it good and it might not be something that, they realize is as good as it actually is, and I think that that's one of the big benefits to bringing someone from out of county to get that fresh taste.
1: Well, I hope I hope that's the advantage of bringing me in from out of county. And I've seen that a little bit. There are there are things that that were done differently at Breckinridge County, that, and 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 were done very well. And some things they do very well here. They're just different, so it's kind of neat to to see how and different is not are, a bad thing. Not a
0: bad thing. Not a all. bad thing at all. Now. What we'll do here is we're going to jump into a quick some of the, the news headlines just very quick because I know that some of our listeners, they want to just hear, you know, let's just hear some of the basic headlines. But next segment, we are going to dive deeper into the the questions that you as a parent more than likely have. You know, who is, you know, masks. That's the big thing that I know you keep hearing probably time and time again. You know, what's going on in the district? What can we expect in ten days, when this gets ready to happen, so so we'll dive into that next segment. But quickly, your local headlines: Kentucky reported over 41 new uh, COVID 19 cases last week, as that brings the number to 474,444. 15 deaths were also reported, as the death toll is now seven 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 thousand three hundred and twelve. Grayson counties, looking at the the infamous map here, they're at 13 as their incident rate. You're starting to see a little bit more red and orange on that map as just a couple of weeks ago we were looking and seeing a lot more red. Hart County is one of those 15 red counties as officials have reported 34.5 cases of the virus per day per 100,000 residents. Muhlenberg County is also in the red as well. Hardin, Mead, Ohio, Warren, and Grayson are all in the orange category. Again, Grayson's is set at 13 as their current incident rate. Um, some of the other headlines, we, we got to talk about the Olympics and I know Adam, we were talking about this before we came in and it was good to see a Kentucky connection pick up an Olympic gold medal early yesterday morning. I'm not sure if anyone was up that early. I think it was about 6am local time is when it happened, but Lee Kiefer, a university of Kentucky medical student won the third gold medal for the United States at the Tokyo Olympics and the third fencing gold in the country's history by beating defending champion Ina Derek Lazova. Of Russia, 15-13 to 13 in the women's foil final. Kiefer ripped off her mask uh, after the final point and shouted, Oh my God, she placed fifth at the 2012 games and 10th in 2016. She's a four-time NCAA champion at Notre Dame and now is a medical student at the University of Kentucky. And I think she also is a Lexington native. So it's good to have a Kentucky connection pick up the fencing. Is, is fencing one of the sports that you would watch? It is not. Not? <laughs> no, sir. It It, it kind of... It's one of those that I don't really understand, but it's always really interesting to me how they can do the the pay I think is what they call it or something along the lines of that and I know we were talking before we came on, and we were watching a connection to it the u s Olympic men's team what is happening
1: I don't know you know i know it's, I know it's probably very difficult for for those individuals to uh, to play together on the same team they haven't they haven't played together before, so maybe it takes a little while to learn um that's what I that's what I'm gonna go with.
0: Yes, I think that, that we can go with that. The US Olympic team lost to France yesterday, eighty-three to seventy-six. A twenty-five game Olympic win streak ended with that loss, as it was the first time that they lost, I think, since the Athens Games or something along the lines of that, as they lost to France yesterday, eighty-three to seventy-six. It was good though to see some of the Kentucky connections play, as you saw Keldon Johnson get some minutes as well, but still not good. As the French will face the Czech Republic on Wednesday and the U.S. will face Iran trying to bounce back and pick up a win against uh, the Iranians. And listen, you lose that game and I think that's when everybody really starts to panic because at least the French have some semblance of a a background when it comes to, to basketball. But is it time to worry about them picking up the gold? I wouldn't worry yet. Not worry. they're still yet. the best athletes in
1: the in the world. Oh yeah.
0: And if but if they lose to the Iranians, maybe maybe
1: we start worrying Maybe a we minute. can
0: start panicking when it comes to that. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to dive into a little bit more of masking and what to expect when schools come back beginning next week. As we'll take a break, come back with more here on in the know. <laughs> Today is All or Nothing Day, it is Aunts and Uncles Day, it is Coffee Milkshake Day, Bagel Fest Day, and it is also Tofu Day. Adam Cox from Grayson County Schools is our guest co-host today. Tofu, yeah, or nay? No sir. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I thought I was one of the only ones that could still do it. It's a texture thing for me. I can't, I can't Agree. do. It. You know, it, it, and if you like it, more, more power right. to you. More power to you. But I, I think I'm going to stick with uh, stick with. As we mentioned in the first segment, a hamburger or, or something along the line. Not lines a six thousand dollar one, but a hamburger. No, no. Uh, radio doesn't allow yeah. me <laughs> to, to do a success unless somebody wants to make a six thousand dollar hamburgers. You know? I try one. Yeah, sure, one hundred percent. Uh, But again, Tofu Day and Bagel Fest Day, those are your day ofs for today. But it is also the first day of Grayson County Schools Takeover Week. And now we jump into what we call the hard-hitting questions. As again, this is just our week getting ready to lead you up into the start of school, which again, the first day of school is August the 4th, which is next Wednesday. So a week from Wednesday, which is again, crazy, because it feels like just yesterday we were sitting at... Grayson County High School for the graduation. I'm sure it feels like just yesterday you were graduating the Breckenridge County High School class of 2021. But then again, at the same time, it also feels like just yesterday we were graduating class of 2020. Uh, so it's just this this is flying by, especially the summer. But I think that the question that everybody wants to know is what will school look like next week? And again, loaded question, but... Well, first, we can just go basics and start off with, I think, the most popular portion of that is, does my kid need to wear a mask?
1: Yes. Well, you know, that that, that is what will school look like. You know, I think the biggest part, most uh, students, teachers, parents, we all want it back to normal. Uh, That's that's number one. Um, You know, we're shooting for better than normal. Uh, kind of going back to, to what our goals are for the school year coming up. But as far as mask, you know, right now, any staff or students that are fully vaccinated uh, do not have to wear, will not be required to wear a mask. Um, now, for any students and staff that are not fully vaccinated, uh, it's highly recommended. It's not mandated. It's not required. It is highly recommended that they wear their mask um, to school. And then any staff member, whether vaccinated or not vaccinated or student that wants to wear a mask, is encouraged to do so.
0: And I think we we hear this, and I think that the mandate word over the past 16 months has been one that has been – I don't know if controversial is the right word to describe it. But I think a lot of people have questions as to, ooh, what does that mean? But again, this is not a mandate. It is a recommendation. It's a recommendation. So I guess it is – the answer is it's up to you in yep. a lot of ways, right? And, and we all we have
1: all got to be mindful that this is this is all information based on the current situation.
0: It and could it, change
1: tomorrow. It, it could change tomorrow. It could change tomorrow. You just never know. So we we're, you know, we are we're going to try to stay on top of things and 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 make it to where we could get back to school to the best of our abilities in a, in a normal setting.
0: Now. This school year, I kept hearing, I know, again, I have to throw into my sports background. I was in a lot of the KHSAA's Board of Control meetings with the Commissioner Julian Tackett. And his go-to line throughout all of last year was, 2020 is not going to look like 2019. But the hope is, is that 2021 will look a lot more like 2019. I think it's probably safe to say that we're not quite at 2019, but we're not really at 2020 either, are we? No, I'd agree with that. Yeah, you know, we're we're not all
1: the way to to what, to what we were. we're not all the way back to normal yet, but but we are not where we were
0: last year. So, what will be, I guess, in a way, different for yeah. a student that will be attending school this year, other than the obvious of being the masks? Mm-hmm. Well, you know
1: there there are some there are certain things that the uh, that the instruction and the way school ran with the pandemic is going to improve how schools go that we're going to take on into the future. Uh, I think we've got to keep, keep talking about hygiene. We've got to wash, you know, wash our hands frequently. We've got to, you know, (laughs) we've got to have those discussions about staying socially distanced the best of our abilities and, and taking care of ourselves, which in turn will take care of the families that you go home to every afternoon. So there are going to be certain things that we will take from uh, what we did last year into this year.
0: And I know one of the things that you mentioned the, I don't know if good things out of the pandemic right. is the right way to describe it. Maybe th- positives. Yes, is I think the the experience with how much technology can benefit education because I know I graduated high school in 2015. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of right on the and, and it's kind of weird to say I was on the back edge of technology mm-hmm. because I was, you know, had so much tech more technology than people younger than me. But I know that I think my school Allowed us to bring an iPad, I think, beginning my senior year. And we began to use it. And I think teachers were kind of like, how do I do this? How can I use an iPad to help them learn? But I think now you're seeing teachers oh. do some some crazy things. It's unbelievable. And, and, and it's it's awesome. And I think that that's one of the positives that's coming from the pandemic because teachers had to get creative. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, it's really going to benefit the, t- the students now that they're going to get the opportunity to get in the classroom because – for me, I know I would have struggled online. I took a few online classes in college, and it was difficult. I needed that structure of being in the classroom. But now you are kind of going to get a little bit of the best of both worlds, which is probably going to be a good thing, don't you mm-hmm. think? I agree, and you are right. That
1: is one of the positives. But there is there are so many things out there: Google Classroom, FlipGrid, Nearpod. You are you're speaking things uh, that just, I know nothing about, and I, I didn't either. I didn't either last August. Uh, but it's 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 the teachers did a phenomenal job of of of. Changing what they were doing in order to, to help students learn,
0: and I think with that we're we're going into the technology. And I think one of the next questions that people are going to ask when we talk technology is, okay, my student doesn't have an iPad, doesn't have a tablet, is the school district going to help me with this?
1: Well, Sam, I made some notes, so you know you're hitting on something perfect here. So, so Grace County School System uh, is in the process of. Of getting our students one to one, and 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 we will we will reach that point. Uh, we just made a, a purchase here at the very beginning of July, um, and hopefully by August September, we've got uh, we've got a, a Chromebook in every single student in Grace County School System's hand.
0: And that's awesome. That's awesome because that was not something when I was in school that was even a question. I think right. the laptops that they would roll out for us were I think made in like the mid nineteen nineties. They were about the size of a brick it could probably hurt somebody right. and now these and these chromebooks too wow. are are sleek they're nice and and it can really help do some of these technology aspects as well now you mentioned flexibility mm-hmm. and while you were not in Grayson County Schools last year you were still in a school district that is very similar to Grayson mm-hmm. County Schools in a lot of ways Breckenridge County Schools In fact, is it the same? Are there four elementary schools in Pratt County as well? Same makeup. I was going to say, it's pretty much the exact same when you look at it. So you can feel a lot of the same ways, and flexibility was the word I want to say, as I kept hearing. And how important was that last year, and how good did it feel to see how flexible students and parents were? But then also moving into this year and knowing that there's a chance that flexibility might have to happen again.
1: Well, I mean, flexibility is crucial. Uh, it, it's, it's harder. We all got to remember we're all on the same team. Um, teachers, staff, uh, students, parents, families, uh, we're all on the same team. So we do have to be very flexible. Just like a family's got to be flexible. Uh, there there's certain things that go on at, all, at my house that I've got to be flexible on. I've got... I'm a, I'm ai I'm a, I'm a girl dad so I got three daughters so I've got I've got to be very flexible with what's going on but it's, it's the same partnership that we've got uh, in our school community we've got to be very flexible because
0: you're right things could change this afternoon things could change tomorrow yeah and 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 there's no doubt about that i mean yep. and it's it's scary when you think about it but at the same time i keep going back to that line i think from from commissioner tackett which i think is is really good hmm. I think is that we are getting closer to 2021 than we are from 2020, and that's a hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can change, but I think we that, that, that we it's are. a good thing, mm-hmm. and, and it's definitely a good thing. This summer, I know you were transitioning into this role, but I know that I was talking with Karen Lewis from the school district, and this was probably back in in April, and she had mentioned a really cool summer program. That was getting ready to be be, uh, happening, and she said that at that point they didn't really have a name that they were willing to get it out, and then she came back a couple of weeks later and said, Elevate. I was like, I like that. That's good. What was Elevate? How did it happen? Is it still happening? And, and, you know, tell me more about that. Okay. And 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 I was. I was transitioning
1: th- at the point. So I came in uh, a few days in June just to try to get to know a little bit about uh, Grace K School System. So I got to know about Elevate because I had two daughters participate in it. And uh, it was wonderful, the experience. They came home every afternoon um, excited about new learning. I know um, I think my middle child, Brinley, was in a Lego class and loved it. It was Lego class uh, right? when I was in school. Right? <laughs> and, uh, and and my oldest daughter, Ellington, is going to be in a fourth grade, and she uh, was doing baking and cooking. So this was on top of they, – they just didn't go to school for that. Elevate had math and reading, but then they got a focus area that they got to focus on.
0: Because I know when, when Karen Lewis was telling me about this is that she told me that she wanted it to be fun. And I hated to to, to use that word because obviously you want school to be as fun as it can possibly be Does every math and day. fun not go together? Depends on who you ask. As, as if I'm sitting in this chair and if I've probably said math was fun, I feel like it might have an eject button right? that would send me, send me through being Same in the here. radio business. But uh, she wanted to have these aspects that make it more fun. And, I mean, baking, Legos, I mean, that's Awesome. Is this something that you think that the school district is going to continue to do for years to come?
1: I, I, I don't see why not. I mean, it went over really well. I know the schools that I went into during the summer, uh, great participation. And, and, and kids, the, the students that I saw in the buildings were having fun. So that's what, that's what was nice to see, too. There was smiling. There was laughter. There was excitement about learning. And that's, that's kind of what it's all about.
0: Now, I know we touched a little bit on that reopening plan, and I hate to keep jumping back and forth when it comes to it. But I know that we covered the masks aspect. We covered the social distancing, which is going to be a lot of it is, you know, we're going to do the best that we possibly can. But is there anything that you think we're really missing when it comes to this on, on what students and parents should be expecting when it comes to what will school look like? I'm just making sure that I'm not forgetting something while while we're while we're on the topic before no. I completely move on.
1: No, that's it's great. That's what any parent that's out there listening is probably want to know. what is what is it going to look like? And 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 we've uh and, and I have to. I can't take credit for it. Mr. Robinson was the one that coined this phrase, but he um, you know he did mention to us when we all met. We're, we're looking for a better than normal. You'll see a lot of people. They'll say, "Let's get back to normal. Let's get back to normal." and and we really want to focus on Better than normal, so there are going to be certain things that we're going to be very flexible. The word flexibility is going to come up a lot when we're working with each other, when st- staff's working with parents. Uh, however, we look at it, we're going to have to be very flexible. So there are going to be some things that are going to be a little frustrating uh, with on how we're getting back, but there are going to be there are going to be certain points we're going to try to be getting back to normal, better than normal. So uh, we're hoping we're hoping for that. Again, there could be changes that take place, but for the most part, we're looking to get right back to the way we were in 2019.
0: And I know that we're already starting to get a little bit of a taste of the quote unquote. "Quote back to normal right now." Again, selfish plug. I, um, the, as the sports aspect, I've been experiencing some of the sports. With seven on seven, Cougar football soccer team has been practicing. Uh, golf team. I know. I think the golf team. I think they start at the end of the week.
1: They they, they did. Yes. Uh,
0: so their first competition is coming up and. From, oh, then, yes, they'll start this yeah, week. Sorry. Yeah, I think it's the twenty eighth. Mm-hmm.
1: They'll start Friday, Thursday, and Fridays when yeah. the season opens up.
0: So, and that's and you, you with your connection, mm-hmm. I know that you probably missed that a little bit. I do, and but it's it's good to see that on my aspect that last year you experienced it as well, being a principal at Breckenridge County High School, and it was the same thing as as for us. It was weird having some games where, like for instance, the the best example I have is. Grayson County, Edmondson County, boys basketball, when it's typically they're, they're spilling out of the rafters, there's no open seats anywhere, or when Grayson County and Breckenridge County play, it's always really, really exciting when you look at this. And there were some instances where, like, you could, you could hear a pen drop. But I think this year we're going to be getting back to having some of those – Awesome environments and experiences,
1: aren't we? I, I think so. Right now, there's not a, there's not any talks about capacity limitations. You know, that was one of the frustrating parts last year too. Which which I want to just I want to just thank school districts in general for last year, even trying it. Uh, those kids, we just didn't want those kids to miss out on some opportunities. And those those student athletes got to go out there and play some uh, play the sport that they love, that they practiced to do. The the twenty nineteen. The 2020 uh, baseball, softball, track season just you know, just breaks my heart that that group lost that, and and I was just really proud of everybody stepping up at every school district, any place that I even went to watch a game. Just the amount of, of work that was put into to tickets, to crowd capacity, to hand sanitizing, to just everything to let those kids have the opportunity to play. Uh, I was really proud of our our state for for doing it in
0: a safe way too. Yeah, and I completely agree. I mean, we traveled all across this western portion of the state. I mean, we went up as as far as Bullitt County, we went down as far as Graves County. Right. 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 Our, our best friend, is we love. Great people, fantastic facilities, horrendous drive. Oh. <laughs> it's terrible, but we don't need to get in. Right. I don't need to get onto my soapbox. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, we were allowed in every single school except for one. Mm-hmm. And I'm not we, – we've been over that. We don't need to go in mm-hmm. and, and dive into that. But it's awesome that they were able to, and willing to allow us – because in a lot of ways, we were the resource for many grandparents who, you know, when it was limited on tickets, but then in a lot of ways, maybe not wanting to get out. Right. Even if they had the opportunity to go, it's it was a lot safer for them mm-hmm. to just stay in and, and listen to me talk, which is painful sometimes. But it's, it's a good thing as well, I think, that that it was the opportunity. And again, I'm... Preaching or expanding on what you're saying, and saying thank you to the schools Agreed. for allowing us to, to to come in. You know, Breckenridge County High School allowed us, and, and everything along the lines. Of that. But
1: but I'm with you too. I, I look forward to, to you know, that first football game. I guess we we opened the season up with Evans County. So and
0: yeah, there's there's yeah. yeah that, it's it's going to be nice. Twentieth, right?
1: It's going to be nice to, to walk into that uh that that atmosphere and and have some decent crowd sizes, hopefully. So that, that's what that's what we want to keep our fingers crossed for.
0: And I mean the fact that. You know, Grayson County and Edmondson County didn't play last year, and Edmondson County's new coach has deep Grayson County ties. Right. There, There is a lot – for me as a broadcaster, I'm just sitting over here like, how many days we got? I'm ready. I'm sure Coach could,
1: Jones is counting it down too oh, probably. Oh,
0: yes. We're we're all ready for that when it comes to it. But but the, the final thing I want to ask in this segment before we get ready to give away some, some tickets, maybe just a holiday world or oh, something nice. along the lines of that, is – Investing in students and investing in instructional programs. You kind of touched on it a little bit with the Chromebooks, but how – what is coming in the future and in investing in what could happen for these students and their experiences in Grayson County schools? Well, a lot of this was in this was in the works before I got here, so I can't take credit
1: for any of this. Um, but uh, there has been a heavy investment in professional development over the summer, and just some programs that the school district's going to work on implement during the, during the next couple of years. It's not a <clears throat> this is not a quick fix or anything like that. It's a, it's it is a, a, some programs that just going to a continuous improvement uh, for what we offer here at Grace County School System for, for our students and staff. Um, it's kind of based on a thoughtful ed, thoughtful classroom, thoughtful instruction. I know just some of the conversations that I listened to the last week when. Um, Clarkson and Wilkie were together and, and Lawler and Caneyville were together. Uh just some of the conversations that I heard was gonna be a shift in um in 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 teaching to a shift in learning. And I th- that was very uh comforting and refreshing to hear that that it's gonna be almost a partnership when they're talking about instruction, uh, to to be learners, everybody being learners and folks on learning.
0: And I couldn't agree with that more is cause Teachers, in a lot of ways, can learn just as much from students as they can, and especially when we get into this technology age, because I think some teachers would fully admit it. Even I admit it. I learn more things about technology every single day, and it's fun that uh, we'll have sometimes the younger kids that will walk in here. I'm sure you see this with your daughters, that you could hand them a new technology piece, and they'd be masters at it in 20 minutes.
1: Absolutely. And
0: and for me, I'd like to think as someone in my mid-20s that's, Fairly technologically right. advanced. It might take me forty-five minutes, uh-huh. but it's awesome. I think that teachers are willing to to learn and take into this new technology aspect.
1: And and and, and I watched that at Breckinridge County, uh, from from the elementary level up to high school level, just uh, open to learning. And just a little that I've gotten go around here in Grace County, just the same passion um, and, and and the same openness. To learning a little bit it's evident here so it's teachers all across the state of kentucky and and probably the nation
0: we've all had to do that this year it's exciting and i think it is. that this new school district again the first day of school next wednesday next wednesday <laughs> it's coming quick we're going to take a break we're going to come back and we're going to have your chance to win with a water cooler question that comes up in more here on in the know You know, the most money that can be lost in one trip around a Monopoly board is $26,040. $26,040. Adam Cox from Grayson County Schools is our guest co-host today. Are you in the Monopoly fan or no? I don't have the patience, really, for yes, Monopoly. See, I'm kind of
1: uh, and I've lost more than that, actually, I think. I, mean, really? I, I, I play with my daughters, and they, they you know, they, they take, up they the put it to me pretty things, good. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, but $26,040, that would be my luck. <laughs> right? I would 100% <laughs> find ways to even find a way to that lose $30,000. So yeah, right? Exactly. A straight trip to jail, and then you got to pay the bail money to get out. Here's today's water cooler question. It is your chance to win. You get your chance of... Uh, your choice of two tickets to Holiday World, two tickets to Beach Bend, or two tickets to Kentucky Kingdom, and just because we're feeling generous and we got a great guest co-host today, right. we're going to throw in two tickets to go go-karting down at the National Corvette Museum in Bowling Green. Wow. So we're, awesome. we're, we're We're giving away. So you get your choice of that. Remember, the rules are you must be 18 years or older, and you must not have won in the past 30 days. And we're going to do our text again. So you're going to text this in your answer to 2702596000 again 2702596000 nearly one in 10 couples say their partner never does this nearly one in 10 couples say their partner never does this what is it text your answer to 2702596000 000. 000. 2702596000 one nearly one in 10 couples say their partner never does this and this could probably be a uh, pretty broad broad scope of when it comes to this, uh, are you a fan of the Reese's cup? We're, we're going to sw- switch gears here a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Reese's is now coming out with a crunchy snack cake. So I don't know. I guess it's kind of like if you mix a, a zebra cake or something along the lines of with a Reese's cup. Is this something you would be interested in? Well, I mean, you, you had me at cake, so yes. But
1: I I, I like the I don't know if I like would like the crunchy parts. I I like how a Reese cup is just that. that Oh, you would rather have the smooth peanut Mm -hmm. butter with it with cake. Yes, Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) and I mean I I can see that, but it does look good. It does look look good. That that is the Reese's crunchy snack cake. Is they're going to be at convenience stores nationwide very soon. So that'll be something that you can purchase. Again, the water cooler question today is: One in ten couples say their partner never does this. What? Is it? Are you a Skittles fan? Absolutely, absolutely. The new Skittles Zero G packs look like space, is what they say. I guess that that's what the, what the package looks like. Um, I mean, I'm fine with Skittles. Mm-hmm. It's it's nothing. Are are your daughters into Skittles? Yes, I mean, I'm more of a chocolate guy, but I mean, I I'll, I'll eat Skittles. But yeah, these are new Zero hmm. G, as it takes as it has pineapple passion fruit raspberry and berry punch flavors and actually if you if you purchase a package of this they'll donate to the smithsonian's national air Mm. and space museum well interesting in support of the next generation of explorers so i found that interesting and i mean sure you give me a package of that i'll I'll, I'll try it but i'm not sure that i'll necessarily seek it out when it comes to this And nearly one in ten couples say their partner never does this what is it are you a simpsons fan I'm not. You're not mm-hmm. a Simpsons fan. They're gonna be beginning beginning their thirty third season this year, oh, which my. is impressive. It is. A, a fan or not, with an all musical episode, Kristen Bell is gonna be the singing voice of March. So again, you're not a you're not a fan of the Simpsons, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's still impressive as they're gonna be getting their thirty third season here very soon. It does look like that we do have someone that has come in with the correct answer, so that means we gotta we gotta play our Baby. Oh, that's not the right one. Somebody has come in with the correct answer. If your phone number ends in 6187, you were correct in saying steal the blankets. So that's one in ten couples say their partner never does this. Steal the blankets is the correct answer. When it comes to that, we will reach out for you for some more information here in a few minutes. The city of San Francisco is going to soon install trash cans. That could cost upwards of twenty thousand dollars, and their new custom-made bins that could cost anywhere from twelve thousand to twenty thousand dollars. Mm. It's it's green trash cans, is what they're saying. I,
1: so what do, they do? what do they do? It's
0: it's and, I, and I'm reading, reading into this as the current trash cans frequently overflow, attracting rats and complaints. The locks are equally equally broken and the opening at the top is wide allowing people to reach in and root for recyclables to turn in for cash which can sometimes lead to more trash strewn nearby Hmm. so i guess these are supposed to work at not doing this and it, it says here that there's really no answer as to why they're doing it but i'm assuming that with those being the reasons as to why i'm not sure if it's one of those i've seen those trash cans that like Squishes it for you. C- compacts it. Yes, but I, I don't know that I really want to drop. Huh. If I'm not gonna spend two hundred and seventeen dollars on a grilled cheese sandwich, right. I'm not sure that I really want to to drop right. twenty thousand dollars on a is interesting. On, on a trash can, and that's the city of San Francisco. We're gonna take a break coming up. We are gonna wrap up the show. Here Adam Cox is our guest co-host, we'll have a little bit more here. Coming up here on In The Know. Well, My points to ponder for today. And I have an educator in the building, so I felt like that there was no better person to ask this question to because it's something that I've wondered for a long time. Adam Cox from Grayson County Schools is that guest co-host and is that educator. Here's what I have to ask you. If a number two pencil is the most popular, why is it number two? Hmm. Did I did I stump you? You did stump me there. Because, I mean, it, it is a decent question. Why is it a number two why pencil? Why not a number one? Why is it not a Ex- number one? Exactly. Pencil. Because I know that, in fact, I'm sure that you have. When testing comes around, you got to have all of number those. Two number out. two pencil out, yeah. and you got to make sure that it has the right kind of lead. Right. Apparently, that's the only one that's that the machine so, can read. That,
1: and it's been said for fifty plus years, hasn't it? And I don't
0: know that anyone really knows huh. as to what the difference is. If is there a number three? You know, if you if you said
1: that though, if a teacher did say, "Everybody, get your number one number one lead pencil out," it would just throw the whole. Oh yeah, one hundred percent.
0: One hundred percent. But may, maybe in, in your new role, you I'll can find that out for you, you. cannot. Uh, Legislate something right. that says that we can now call that the number one pencil. <laughs> uh on TV tonight, The Bachelorette. that's something that's watched in the Cox household? It is not. It is not watched no. in the Cox <laughs> household. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty boring in that in that area. I yeah. listen, I, I don't blame you when it comes to that. Uh the Tokyo Olympics will continue. Primetime, which you'll be able to watch tonight. I know you'd said that this might be something that'll actually interest you, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh Diving, gymnastics, triathlon, swimming, surfing, and volleyball. That'll be what's on prime time tonight.
1: I just admire those athletes. So oh, I, it's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah,
0: there's no doubt there. I know we're watching right now, volleyball, as men's volleyball, which again, they're they're unbelievable athletes. I was watching the triathlon yesterday, <laughs> which right. they you know swim, fifteen hundred meters, and then they run, ten kilometers, and then they bike twenty kilometers. I know. I I can't I can't wrap around it. And then if you're not into the Olympics, the season three premiere on the CW of Roswell, New Mexico. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not not. No. I I got nothing when it comes uh, comes to I'll, any of that. I'll be at the
1: high school tonight. We have our um, open house night for our freshmen. So okay. I'll be at the high school tonight. It's, three so to six.
0: Three to six mm-hmm. tonight at the high school, and. Um, I know that there are throughout this week is pretty much back-to-school week through a lot of these different – is there a way that people can go if they're curious about their school? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, my student goes to Lawler. They're going to be a second grader. I don't know when to go back. How? how just contact their school? You can or
1: kind uh, of do what I did this morning. I was kind of cheating before I came in here, and I, I thought I, I need to look when some of these back-to-school nights are. And I, I went straight to the Facebook page of Lawler, saw all information on there. You can go to our uh, district website, Grayson. Uh, countyschools.com, dot uh, com got links on there to to all that information. Miss Karen Lewis does a phenomenal job of keeping that up to up to date and um, with all that information. But I go to the I go to each school website. You can find all the information on there for for what's coming up this week. So again, most
0: of those are happening this, this week. week. So mm-hmm. if you're have a student going back to school, that's the best place to go and do that. Today's highlight in history for today: the post office was established on this date in 1775. Got gotta have it right. Uh, it's another one of those things that in the pandemic, we realize that, you know, we really do kind of yeah. need it. On this date in 1947, the National Security Council was established, which later turned into the Department of Defense. Mm-hmm. Purple Rain premiered on this date mm-hmm. in 1984, the film creation of Prince. Wonderful, Wonderful song. <laughs> uh, on this date in 2000, they issued a pre- preliminary injunction against an online music service at Napster. Which, again, you want to... wow. You could probably ask every single student in Grayson County Schools, and they'd have not a clue. Not a clue what Napster, what is. Napster is. On this date in two thousand and two, Homeland Security Department was created. And on this date, three years ago today, the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, opened in theaters. Birthdays for today? Maybe if I can find it. Uh, turning seventy-eight is Mick Jagger which he probably looks like he's about, (laughs) he's a lot older than that. Helen Murin turns 76. Roger Taylor from Queen turns 72. Kevin Spacey turns 62. Sandra Bullock turns 57. Jason Statham turns 54. Chris Harrison from The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, we mentioned that a minute ago, turns 50. And I would ask you at this point, Adam, if you're a Kentucky fan, you would know who Mo Williams is. He turns 47, but... Probably to make sure that you can get out of here (laughs) without... You're not going to share what my my fan card goes to? I don't know that we can share this. But then again, (laughs) I mean, in football, you had the bragging rights last year, but... In basketball, it's been a while. It's been a little while. Think, I'll, I'll go
1: in and get it out there. I'm an Indiana Hoosier fan, so it's I know, I know it's very, very tough, uh, uh, very tough team to cheer for. But I've got a lot of patience and resiliency. So see, I'm a Cincinnati sports fan. Okay, so so I can share that we share we share that together. Patience then.
0: and resiliency and disappointment. Right. That's, disappointment that's is frequent. When, yes, <laughs> when it comes to along the lines of that. Now we don't, and we typically end the show with what we call chart toppers. Okay. So we play the song that was number 1 on a specific date in history but we're running a little bit short on time so i'm going to let you pick a year so i've got i'm going to give you the choice of the year and I'll let you pick the song that we'll play 1952 1970 1979 1988 2006 or 2015 which one are you going for let's go let's go 1979 1979 maybe now it's Monday, which means our okay. machines don't always work. So we'll see. Maybe we can get that one. We'll see. Okay. Now we just got to wait. Now we got to wait? We do. Right. And I mean, that's something that happens it's, it's, right in education. What's well, education? Wait time. Yeah, wait time. It's perfect. Maybe. Maybe. Bueller, right? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just okay. There we go. Donna Summer, does that work? Bad girl was number one on this date of 1979. That's, that's the song. You, you passed on The Carpenters. Okay. You passed on Death Leopard, Pour Some Sugar On Me. Oh, man. You passed on Brad Paisley. Not sure if that would be something yeah. that, that would intrigue mm-hmm. you. Then you passed on Cheerleader by Omi. Those of oh. the ones that you passed on for your okay. chart toppers for today. I appreciate you taking the time to come join us.
1: Sam, I had a wonderful time. Thank it, you. It Look forward awesome. to
0: working with Grace County School System,
1: teachers, staff. Students and parents really look forward to this,
0: and I know that if anybody ever needs to get in contact with you, your email is probably the best way, mm-hmm. right?
1: Absolutely, Adam Cox at Grayson.KYschools.US.
0: Gotten used to that, right? Got used to that. And not at Breck.KYschools.US, <laughs> but I know that we'll have to have you back here at some point <laughs> over these next couple of months. I think it'll be good to hear kind of a catch up yeah. on on how you've been thrown to the wolves. Mm-hmm. And how the restart to school has gone.
1: I think we just look forward to seeing kids walking those
0: buildings on Wednesday. And it'll be here before we know it. We tomorrow, Wilkie Elementary. Miss mm-hmm. Skaggs will Ms. be Skaggs. joining us. And then Monica Hebron, who preschool is one of her big things that comes along with that. So there's going to be a lot of really good information for you to join us tomorrow right here on In the Know as the Grayson County Schools takeover continues. I appreciate you taking the time. And Thank to you. wrap us up, it's my pearl of wisdom. A thought to end you with today. Arguing with a fool proves there are two arguing with a fool proves there are two that wraps up our show here for today we'll see you back here tomorrow with another edition for adam cox i'm uncle sam gormley and now you're in the know